0: Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows. Are those two bad boys of rock and metal? B1 Bomb and The Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s. And today, playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests and much more grab a beer and turn it up it's time for the headbangers vault
1: hey this is the headbangers vault i am the b1 bomb and i'm the smuts what's up everyone hey everybody tonight we're finishing our ginormous 80s series great year ending with a bang on
2: 1989 some of my favorite albums came out this year i was just looking through this it was just fun kind of looking through
1: Schmutz's year right here's my year they got a lot of good ones and we Mm -hmm. have our final guest star and that would be mr wild bill Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, It's good to be here. Bill's a newcomer of the show, and we wanted to get him on here, and he's a product of the 80s, too.
3: You know, you said that uh, 1989 was a great year for albums. Yes. You know, some of your favorite albums have come mm-hmm. out this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, by 1989, you know, we were old enough to have jobs, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, have mm-hmm. money of our own. We could go
1: out and buy our own
0: albums. Yeah, we yep. yep. did.
1: Yep. I spent a lot of money on cassettes and CDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now they're worthless. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do Probably anything.
2: Probably some of them are eaten up. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even play them anymore. CDs have melted and don't work
1: no uh, more.
2: Stuck in the dash of an old car.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: Use those cassettes to scrape yes. off your ice in the morning. Oh, man. Yeah. They work perfect. Wow. For our little hacker right there, everybody. <laughs> All right, fellas, we're going to start off with a bang here. Okay. okay. We're starting off with one in mine favorite albums of 1989 and that's gonna be i was gonna say it's white snake white snake this is slip of the tongue it's a good album yes it is eighth studio album this song right here fool for your loving they redid good it one. reworked it and it was a big freaking hit I was
2: is this the album that has Now You're Gone? Yes, it yeah. and I love that song. Left that's a good deeper, song. The love. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: This sold one million copies in the U.S. alone. And all the singles were top 40 tracks. Two. Steve Vai played a on this. album. Yes. It's huge. Yeah. Did you like White Snake there, Wild Bill?
0: Yeah.
1: And they made some good ones. It'll one fun fact. Tommy Thunderbird and Mr. Mr. lead singer Richard Page were background vocalists on this album. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know that. And this album reached number 10 on the U.S. Billboard 200 charts, too. This song right here went all the way up to number 37. 37. Now, there's a better song. This is one of my favorites on here. This is Judgment Day. This is a number 32 song.
0: Really? Good. not know that.
1: Good song. This is one of the best songs on this album. Adrian Vandenberg broke his hand, so he couldn't perform on this. So... why steve buys all this well that's
2: not a step down little
1: no not at
4: all different touch yeah i
2: mean yeah just starting out with this album i mean what a year yes i mean seriously Right before the grunge, I mean, all these bands that we're going to talk about tonight were just huge. They were awesome. I mean... We could have went on and
1: on for an extra hour, but we just don't have that
2: time. I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of these bands... Well, I'm going to tell you right now, probably about every single band we're going to talk about tonight. A lot of cocaine, a lot of strippers. (laughs) Oh! I'm just going to tell you that right now.
1: (laughs) Okay, there was another band I really liked. This is the second studio By these guys And that would be Kingdom Come You you love these guys Pretty cool video for this song right here Do you like it? Second album Two singles Both became minor hits in the UK These guys are going to go on tour with Wasp But they broke up And it never happened Wasp had problems And just... Didn't materialize
4: mm. go watch
1: this video it's cool it's it's pretty cool so, I remember these guys had big hair yes they did. a lot of big hair <laughs> the big album charted in seven countries oh wow i would have to say i like their third album better like I said in the previous podcast, these guys kind of went more of a Pink Floydish okay. kind of hard rock sound. After this album, they kind of broke up, except for Lenny Wolf, their founding member. He recruited other musicians, and it's kind of their whole career was like that until mm. recently. And then the whole band got back together. Oh, really? Except for Lenny Wolf. I think he retired. Mm And now here's a band that me and Smuts have talked about a little bit in the past. These guys were a one-hit wonder, which sucks, because these guys are good. They have a lot of good songs. The voice gives feel the who would that be dear Smuts? You know this band. I know this band. Dang it, who is this? The song is called I'll See You in My Dream. Oh, it's a giant.
2: Yeah, these guys have a lot of albums. Yes, they do. And they a lot got of a albums you don't know about. Coming out, too. Yes, this they do song. have a new one coming out. Yes.
1: Founded by brothers Dan and David Huff.
2: That was a good song. You still hear this song once in a great while yes. on the radio.
1: Yeah. It definitely was a hit song. And it peaked at number 20 on the Billboard Hot 100. It was off of Last of the Runways. Yeah, that's a good
2: song. They have a lot of other good songs that were not on the radio. I mean, it's just one of those bands. A lot
1: of good hard-rocking songs that people just forgot about or never listened to them. I really like these guys. Yeah,
2: they're good. Okay.
1: Still is. Also going to bring up a band that I really love, too, and that is... Murder. <laughs> well, Bill, do you know about Blue Murder? Well, I don't
2: participate <laughs>
1: in Blue Murder myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of us do here. No. <laughs> He's a scary thing. John Sykes' band, after he got fired from White Snake, he formed this band. It wasn't a commercial success, but I'm telling you what, if you like Whitesnake, especially their 1987 album, this sounds like it could be a complete sequel to it without David Coverdale on the vocals. John Sykes is an awesome guitarist. I mean, this is an awesome album. Okay. This is Valley of the Kings.
2: I never really got into these guys. I mean, I just seen, you know, seen them in magazines, seen them on some posters. I never really,
1: I knew you liked them, but... yes. They did go on an American tour supporting Bon Jovi. Oh, when he was cool? Yeah. Okay. And then they went on a triple bill <laughs> later with Billy Squire and King's X. Did go to number 69 on the charts. I mean that was better than nothing. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. Guess they didn't get along with their record label and had some internal problems, but they did put out another album back in 94, I believe. Okay. And that one's pretty good too.
2: Yeah, you can hear a little white snake-ish. Yeah. Yes, you can. That's probably why I like these guys. Yeah, I'm proud to say it has something to do with it. You know it. That kind of reminded me of a little winger right
1: there. In a little bit.
2: Who will we be seeing
1: this weekend? Yes. <laughs> There is no filler on this album. It's all thriller. Oh, wow. It is. Man, got one more before I throw it out to the Here, there. We all know this song. This is the cult. This is the cult. Fourth studio album by these guys. That's some of their most popular songs ever.
2: That's a good song. Yes you still hear this on the radio
3: all the time oh, yeah all the time did you have this album here there Wow Bill no I did not but uh, I believe Shane
1: did did he yeah oh I see
2: good. All
1: right. yeah this is a pretty good album and the bones kind of turned me on to these yep. guys he loved these guys yes this album was their highest charting album at number 10 quit platinum
2: now did these guys this album did they open up for Metallica yes
0: they did I thought so yes, okay they did, Honey, oh, I did
1: on and I guess little fun fact Eric Singer of Kiss played on the demos okay of this but he quit and they got a different drummer wow
3: This is one of those bands, though, that, you know, you talk to, you know, teenagers today, and a lot of them know know these guys. Really? You know, you know, yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, what I don't be. know if that's because they all have
2: parents our age.
3: They probably do.
2: That could have something to do with it.
1: <laughs> that's probably right there, wow, dude. I like this song. This is Edie. That's a good song. This is very good. It did. Have some charting success too. I can just remember the bones always playing this in his little Chevy he Always yep. playing this cassette. Yep. That's kind of how I got hooked on these guys. Yeah, bones was always playing this
2: album. So you know, yeah. I kind of, I never really got into these guys until like later, like years, years later. Wow. Like recently.
4: <laughs>
2: wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I never really liked these guys, but as I've gotten older, I've just kind of appreciated music, good music. You turn on the radio nowadays, it's just a bunch of crap. Dear crap. Oh, and not just a lot of talent. It's just yeah. stuff filtered Cook. in. I call and
3: cookie cutter music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's a yes. good way
2: to put it here.
1: Schmutz, what
2: you got on the menu? Well, I'll tell you what, this year, got a lot of albums I love. Well, I've said this before. One of my favorite bands that never really got huge, Britney Fox came out with her second album in 1989, and Dizzy Dean left the band after this, which is a shame.
1: And this was a great version.
2: Yeah, little remake Here's of "Hair the of the Dog" by Nazareth. The album uh, debuted at 149 on the Billboard 200 and peaked at number 79, staying there for three weeks. So, I mean, it had success. Yes, but then did. their lead singer leaves, and like I said before, and I never say this, their third album's their best album with their new singer. Freaking amazing. Wow. It's I've... a good damn album. This is a good album, too, though. I mean, I, another song that was on the radio off this was Dream On. Yes, I remembered that one. That was on the radio a lot. Uh, the whole album is actually really good. One of my favorites is on... Uh, the B-side, side two, oh. on the cassette, uh, Angel In My Heart. Oh, that's that's really a good low. song. Yeah, Good song. Yeah. So I love that song. I mean, the whole album's really good. I love it. I mean, wore that cassette tape out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah. Yeah, I love these guys. I was so upset when Dizzy Dean left. But. Sorry, Gary Smudge. But it all worked out. It, worked it all out. worked out in the end. For to this moving on and then another band that came out same year a band that i have discussed briefly pretty boy floyd oh i knew he'd want these guys leather the boys list. with electric toys yep and has one of the best ballads ever i want to be with you on i mean it's great that's a great song rock and is going to set the night on fire it's good uh, they they were signed by MCA Records, but then they kind of dropped them. I mean, these guys were never big. No. I mean, these guys were never big. They've just always been, like, the second stage at a rock festival. They're still out. Which is a shame. They're, they're still out touring. good. They don't have a whole lot of albums. I mean, this first album, this album, the That's whole classic. album's good. That is classic. It's classic. Yeah, it's a classic of my house, I mean, for sure. Because <laughs> I love it. I love every song on it. And uh, fun fact, I did not know. 48 hours was included in the Karate Kid 3 soundtrack. Oh, wow. Did not know that. That is And interesting. that's a dang good
1: song. Very interesting. Wow. I think, much you had this before any of us knew. I did have this. And I remember I got this through, like, Columbia House yep, or yep. something like that. And I'll tell you this, from...
2: right now, my buddy, Travis Smith, Smith had this. Had this album. And I listened to it. We went to some retreat somewhere. I had it on my... Headphones awesome. and I, he's like man you got to listen to these guys and I'm like okay. These guys are awesome and, and they look like chicks. They're pretty hot <laughs> <laughs> they're,
0: they're, they're kind of like a heavier version of
1: poison. of yes. how I thought they were and
2: Christy crash majors was on Judge Judy one time. Yes, he was <laughs> the guitar player <laughs> He was getting sued by some chick or something. Oh, man. So Still so, look <laughs> But yeah, I didn't know that wow. Cardi Kid thing. I mean, this, this has got a lot of good... Yes. And actually, I think... Um, was it 48 Hours? Or was it another song that originally was a Motley Crue song, but it never got on a... I can't remember which one. Yes, it was
1: this song. Toast of the Town.
2: Toast of the Town, yes. This is a Motley Crue song. That never made it to a Molly Crew album, and these guys got it, and then they recorded it.
1: Yeah, because I always thought these guys did this song back in the day, and then later I found out. Yeah, there amazing. is a there,
2: there is a version of this Molly Crew.
1: Yes, yes. And you, you know, know it it's now. too bad that <laughs> they were on um, Karate Kid Three
3: and not Karate Kid One. Well, Karate Kid yes, One is you know, better than Three. Yeah. Have, that really could have been huge for them. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it most did. people couldn't even tell you what happened
2: in Karate Kid Three. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, he climbed yeah. down that wall and had to get that tree. Oh, I don't remember Oh, yeah, much, yeah I do remember that. Another chick for Danielson. Well, there was always another chick. And they, check. Had, they had the bonsai yes, tree shop. Was. Okay. Yeah, they had the bonsai tree shop, and they, they they broke all their bonsai trees, so he had to climb down and get the one that him and Mr. Miyagi planted. Not that I've seen it a couple times. I'd say
3: you probably seen it once. <laughs> well, <laughs> He's just a man of knowledge over here. He <laughs> yes, is. Not only music,
2: but movies well, as well. Good movies. movies. Good, good movies he, too. He knows
3: those
1: movies.
2: And another band that I love that never really got big, Dangerous Toys. Their yeah. debut album out of Texas. Man, this album rocked.
1: It is
4: good.
2: You know, teasing, pleasing, scared. I mean this is good Queen of the Nile That's my favorite this a that good, album. That's a good song Queen of the Nile is a good yes. song Yeah Yeah it's awesome You still hear this song On the radio too Once in a great yes. while This is the band's Best selling album Certified gold are These guys Still out I mean yes, They are they, they're still Fitting it on the road. I mean I like these guys Their first two albums Both of them kicked ass Smoke gas. But as it was 1989, you know what's coming.
1: What's coming there, Schmutz?
2: Grunge. Grunge. So, yeah. I mean, all those bands I just said right there, they're just some of my favorites. I mean, a lot of great memories listening to that stuff. Yeah, I understand. What a great year. I mean, yeah. seriously.
1: Now, there was a band that came out with a new album this year. And who would that be? Rush. Oh. Cresto. I had to throw on Rush. Now, I know Wild Bill. He looks like he would be a Rush fan. Do you like Rush? I wouldn't say they'd be in my top ten, but yeah, they're They're pretty good. But but they're all right. There we go. They're talented. I'm just going to leave it at that. Hey, this is a number seven album in Canada and number 16 in the U.S. Went to number one on the U.S. album rock tracks. Charts. Wow. This is Presto. The song is Show Don't Tell. Don't listen. (laughs) (laughs) You must (laughs) have listened. They kind of got away from their synthesizers and kind of went towards more of their guitar driven roots.
2: Now, if they just did like an instrumental, I would be into that, but. I'm sorry. Have I don't you. like the. I just don't like his you voice. Like I'm
1: sorry. I mean, involved. that's why I just. That's why it's oh, gonna piss a lot of people amazing. off. No, oh. oh, these guys are so awesome.
3: I think his voice is just uh,
0: incredible.
2: Uh, I'd agree with you there, Wild it's Bill. Like stabbing me right in the heart and no, no. right the ears. No schmutz. No.
1: <laughs> and they came out with a really good album after this called Roll the Bones. That is one of my favorites.
2: I'm going to say I probably couldn't put that in my top 1,000. She did not
1: <laughs> She must have just missing out on Rush. i not the
2: Rush guy. It's Maybe you don't like Canadians. No, <laughs> no, I love Canadians. I love our Canadian brothers. Just not Brian Rush. Adams. Love Brian Adams. Corey. Love Corey, love Corey Hart. Love Corey Hart. Love Our Lady Peace. Do you love this song? I do love this song. Wasp. Wasp
1: is a good, good ballad. It is a really good ballad should have played this on our battle of the ballads the other week i don't know I,
2: that was a scary one man you about beat me oh i know i have another one in the future i don't know i'm gonna have to look into these rules a little bit more b1 keeps going to these rules we'll, we'll so he can beat me, we'll me in we'll ballads and and he keeps tweaking them and i keep not interpreting them
1: correctly hey this is lost Album. Went to number 48 on the charts, and it spent 13 weeks there, too. The Headless Children correct? The Headless track. Children. Yeah. Had a lot more politics and social issues throughout the album, because Blackie was getting mad. A little D1 fun fact. This album featured ex-Quiet Riot drummer Frankie Benelli. Oh, wow. And he stayed with them even after the rest of the guys quit.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's a good song right here. I like this lot. This whole album's actually really good. It's got some pretty I mean, it's got some really tunes good songs. On it.
1: It's got "Mean Man," "The Real Me," "The Headless Children." Yeah, it's good. This is another album, "The Bones." Yep. Yeah. Had.
2: Yeah, I should have played this one. Bones would have liked it, and he would—I would have got that point probably. Probably would have. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have played Millie Vanilli. What's your downfall with that schmutz? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said pop. I went straight pop. Okay. We'll <laughs>
1: tweak them next time. Now the Reverend got a double header. No. This is White Cross. You guys ever heard of White Cross? I've heard of them. They're a Christian metal band from Illinois. They've won three Dove Awards in the 90s. It was formed by Scott Wenzel and guitarist Rex Carroll. Yeah, I I don't remember these guys. These guys are pretty good. This is Triumphant Return. And this song is Attention Please. This is the first Christian rock concert i ever seen at a big church over in fort wayne i was like this is pretty cool you got to meet the band it's like yeah yeah that's cool and i will be taking my son to see these guys next month at the cool. bmi with bloodgood and i don't know who's all in this band anymore except for their guitarist rex carroll so it'll be very interesting My son's first rock concert So I'm like This would be a good Jump on point for him Oh he's gonna love it Yeah I hope he does He'll feed off that energy Of the crowd I hope he does He'll be
3: wound up On the way home
1: This is Bride Everybody that listens to this Knows that the B1 likes Bride This is Silent Is Madness Third album This is more of a Commercial hard rock compared to their other ones it didn't sell well which is a shame because this is pretty good this is a pretty well straightforward metal song and it criticizes televangelists so i guess they didn't really care for those guys too much after this album these guys really started getting good and then really good I think you got a few you want to throw in in the mix here. I see you got some favorites lined up here. I do. What you do? Uh, a couple of them there, of course. Well, in uh,
3: 1989, you know, good year. Yeah, great, uh, great year. Uh, this studio album for the band, Molly Crew, came out. Oh, that was Pretty a big, big one. That was Dr. Good. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, just about all of us had that album. Absolutely. Yes, we've
1: talked about this album many times. Yes. Yeah, there was a it
3: was the only album to claim the position at 2021. Wow. In addition to being Miley Crew's best-selling album, it is highly regarded by critics and fans as the best
2: studio album. Yes, it was my Probably number one. Is it was my number US one on our crew Me too. episode. It was was also the uh, band's last album to be recorded. Be recorded
3: with lead singer Vince Neil until '97. They had a follow-up after this. That was a big deal. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of us like worried about the future of the band. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I remember that. And what's gonna happen? What what about our music?
2: Attitudes. Oh, yeah. They had a lot of... Att- attitudes <laughs> caused
3: problems with uh, producer Bob Rock. Oh, yeah. He uh, described them as four L.A. badasses who used to drink a bottle of wine and want to kill each other.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh. I would have went more of a bottle of whiskey, but... Yeah, I would, too.
1: They must have been kind of calming down a little at that time. Let's go with that wine,
3: not the whiskey. <laughs> he uh, found a solution to a lot of the problems, though. He would... Uh, have them record their parts separately. Okay. And then, uh, you know, throw it all together in yeah. the studio. Which Wait. I guess, like, you know, anybody who's got children they <laughs> know. <It laughs> Those, makes knows sense. that sometimes that's the Those mess, are just you know. bigger
1: children. yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a few drug issues yeah. and mental problems. It's, uh, the album
3: has sold more than six million copies in the U.S.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. No, I like this song. Now, my favorite song on this album actually is... Change. You like change? That's, that's my. That's a. That's, that's a good song. Yes, that's a good is. song. There's a fun fact
3: for everyone. Yeah. Backing vocals on "Sticky Sweet" were sung by none other than Stephen Tyler. Oh wow! Nice. I mean, if you need somebody to do backing vocals, well, you better get Stephen Tyler.
2: Get a good lead singer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good singer. Yeah. That's, that's a Wild Bill fun fact right there. Kay. Impressive. How about you, schmutz? You got any, any?
2: Oh, I got yeah.
1: Classic '80s. What you got? Another classic. Throw them right in there. Why don't you?
2: Faster, Pussycat, Wake me when it's over. I mean, that poison ivy on there had uh, house of pain. I mean, this is a good house of pain is classic. They still play both those songs on their here among radio. Them on radio. Yeah. The the video for House of Pain was produced by a pretty big producer. Michael Bay he Oh hit, wow they, Yes we've talked about that in the past This album hit number 48 On the Billboard Top 200 With A House of Pain and Poison Ivy Reaching number 28 So I mean pretty big. big Big And I'm hoping later this summer We're going to be seeing these guys In concert at Pierre's, at Pierre's. Here you
3: go Wild Bill you ought to
2: join us yep.
3: I didn't even know Pierre's was still working yes. They just opened Oh,
1: wow. Late, I think last year sometime. I've been to a couple concerts there. Kind of revamped it a little bit. We're starting to get some of these bands back in Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, because
2: it's going to be Faster Pussycat, L.A. Guns,
1: and Tom Tom Keefer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's a pretty
1: good album. And I see that the Smuts has a very big personal... Yes. Favorite of his, yeah. This, I mean,
2: this might be one of my favorite albums from this band, White Lion. And I love this song, Game. "Little Fighter."
1: This is a pretty good follow-up to their last one. There, Schmutz reached number nineteen
2: on the Billboard 200 charts, number twenty-eight in Canada, and number forty-seven in the UK. You have "Little Fighter," "Radar Love," a little remake there, and "A Cry for Freedom." Oh, there's a lot of other great albums. songs on this this All song's albums. awesome solid vito brada killing it on the guitar on this this is a great guitar solo i mean i love this guy i mean mike tramp one hell of a nice guy i had the privilege of meeting him like i've said before the guy is one hell of a nice guy he even messaged me i mean so I, the see. guy's awesome
1: he even talks to us commoners
2: yep I got my picture taken with him. He even remember, he messaged me. I messaged him and said, Hey, man, show was awesome last night. He said, thanks for all your kind words. I appreciate it. You know, God bless you, man. So, rock on. Keep rocking. Beautiful. That sports. guy, Beautiful. this guy will play for five people. He'll play he for 500 care. people. He'll play for 5,000 people. He don't care. Hey. He just wants to play music.
3: No. There's, there's not too many artists Hopefully. like that. No, there's not.
2: And these, no. are, the guys,
3: these are the guys who are going to be...
2: Remembered? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah, this album's great. I mean, it charted in eight countries, so HB. that's that's pretty big. But then I don't know what happened between Mike and Vito, and he just had a falling out. And from to, the rumors I've said before, Vito it. hasn't even picked up a guitar in like fifteen, twenty years. So
1: probably just happy with what he did with the band and yeah. they got to that plateau and it's figured hey it's never gonna get bigger than this.
2: Yeah, if you ever get a chance to see Mike Tramp doing acoustic at a small bar, I'm telling you what, it's worth it. He'll just, he he'll just, shut he'll just pull up in no. a, he'll just pull up in a rental car, sneak in, get up there and start playing acoustic, and then after he'll just come out and yep. hang out with you. I mean it's.
1: Pretty, pretty amazing swell guy here yeah it is one hell of a swell guy now I'm gonna play a song that the schmutz discovered and he played this album to all of us and we were just oh, wow. like wow And he was the one amongst us that discovered these guys Sabotage the Getter Ballet yeah that's a good album this is where these guys started to peak Right like we said
2: before, a lot of these guys are in the Trans-Siberian Orchestra.
1: Yes. Yep. This album was produced by Paul O'Neill, which I think that really helped their sound. Because right. they had a lot more orchestrational stuff going on with it. Yeah, this is when they started getting their real sound here. It was definitely a transition from their heavy metal to like more of a experimental, progressive hard rock sound. <laughs> This is my favorite part when the guitars
2: start kicking in here in a little bit.
1: Yes. Yeah. When the crowds are gone, that's a good one. That's a good one. B1, fun fact, the original title for this record was Temptation Revelation.
3: Mm. You know, these guys are really good at using the music to, you know, just evoke, you know, strength and power. That's for sure. just make you feel like, you know, I can do anything. Well said. Absolutely. Yes.
2: Very well said.
3: Unfortunately, I did not get on to these guys until the mid 90s, Okay, you know, okay, I don't remember who showed them or you know introduced me to them, but I was like, oh my God, you know, why didn't I hear these guys yeah. before,
1: right? Yeah, they got some awesome albums out. They do have some really good albums. And they figure out a way to make a lot more money by playing Christmas music under the name (laughs) Trans-Siberian
3: Orchestra. Yeah, some of my favorite Christmas music is from these guys. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Little B1 fun fact. Paul O'Neill is planning a theatrical release under the Trans-Siberian Orchestra titled Gutter Ballet. Oh, wow. Including sabotage music from this album and from Streets. Which is one of Smuts's Streets, secrets. I
2: love streets. That's a that's a good one. Handful of pain. That's good. another good one.
1: We could go on and on. And like me and Smuts have said before, we are gonna have a full show on the Edge Shadow of Thorns. College. Yes.
2: That's so. what they're different lead singer. That's good. I'm not always into that, but he might yeah, pulls that yeah. year, yeah, we might have to watch
1: it off. Yeah, we might do that this year. Such a Here's another big one for this year. Oh, well, Tesla Everybody likes Tesla yep. From the Great Radio Controversy Second album On the contrary I <laughs> never liked Tesla no, no. Wow. Oh. wow
2: Wow Wow oh, Bill Shocked I am stunned I mean I fell off my chair Oh
1: look at this Face Wow that's some pretty big hit singles on this. This is the way it is. Love song, Hang Tough, Heaven's Trail, No Way Out.
2: All those songs are good.
1: Yes. This is a great album.
2: And I was fortunate to see these guys twice. Okay. And I actually did see them open up for Poison and Def Leopard. Amazing. Which was a good show. Amazing. <laughs> Now, Wild Bill wouldn't have liked that show because he don't like Tesla. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, while they're on, you'd ride with a the
3: car.
1: <laughs> no. they that's accolades for this. This is like a number 11 on the Rolling Stones' 50 greatest hair metal albums of all it's time. It's just crazy about these guys. You know, they're like starting to get huge with this album.
2: They're getting really big. I think the album after this was big. Yes. And then, like, they just disappeared.
1: And then they came back later. Yeah. Because they now they reformed.
2: And, yeah. So.
1: No, this was a big monster. Oh, this too. huge,
2: huge ballad.
1: Love song. This was number. Now you hear this song on Charles. the radio all the time. Yes. Still. Yeah.
2: Wild Bill just grimacing He's like I hate. I change <laughs> a channel.
3: You know it, 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 it. It's it is one of those bands though. You
2: gotta admire their talent. Right. Right. Yes. You know whether you whether
3: you care for their music they were talented
1: right big kind of, time kind of like me with Rush <laughs> <laughs> oh. do you love this part right here you got a knit Wild Bill that's pretty crazy that, sweet right yeah, there yeah that's good stuff that hooks you right there when you hear this it's like I gotta listen to the rest of this ballad so you think that it's over is it over schmutz never
2: know. Never, never, never. You never know. <laughs> Women, you never know what they're thinking. You never know when it's over. Oh,
4: man.
2: But you know what? I'll be right there for you when you need a friend.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about this song right here? Mm, now this is a big album right here. A little Alice Cooper. Trash yeah i remember getting this tape and i'm like this is good this sold over two million copies that's how big it was it was one of his biggest hair metal albums of all time peaked at number two in the uk and number one in the u.s
2: yeah once in a great while, you still hear this song on the radio yep.
1: it also had house of fire the oh, yeah. nails it had a lot of his yeah. songs
2: yeah the whole
3: album was pretty good really yeah yeah, this is one of those albums. You know, that later on, mid nineties, you went out and bought it on a CD too. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Absolutely.
1: Charted in ten countries, and it had many guest performances on this, including John Bon Jovi, and Steven Tyler.
2: When John Bon Jovi was cool again, was cool on this album.
1: He was cool on this album. Okay. Mr. Cooper is still touring today.
2: Yes, doing commercials. He's on NFL. I love that commercial. Yes. with <laughs> Baker Mayfield brings yes. his boots. That's good. I think I got your delivery. Oh, you sure They're not yours? <laughs>
1: That's a good commercial. Well, speaking of Stephen Tyler. Oh, wow, Bill. I think you have one on your list that you... Really light.
3: Yeah, we got the tenth studio album from American band Aerosmith. Ooh, and it was called one. Pump. That was a big one. It huge. was a huge one. I you know, I don't know of anybody who didn't have this album. Right. You know? I mean it was just even my mom had this. Oh wow. I mean whenever it came out there was some excitement. You know? Yes. The album's coming out, you know, we all oh we gotta go
2: right. Yeah, I remember when hearing this on the radio for the first time. I was like, this is pretty good. I mean, this album really kind of reinvented them. Yes. I mean, they brought more them so back. The
1: permanent vacation. Yeah. yeah,
2: Yeah, this made them a staple again. Like, permanent okay. vacation oh, yeah. did. Oh, yeah. But then this yeah. one, when this one came out, boom, it was like, yeah, they're Huge. here. Forever. Oh, yeah, they're, they're back. Yeah. <laughs> now, this album peaked at number five on the U.S. chart. Huge was
3: certified acceptable platinum by the RIAA. Oh, wow. By wow that's <laughs> wow pretty big Had some pretty big hit songs oh, here oh it did it contains the hit singles love in an elevator the other side what it takes janie has got a oh, gun oh that was a big one uh, you know, I, of all the money album, that's the one I didn't like which, the most. Which one? he has Got a Gun. I did not like right. that song. I, for, I for, I for what so It Takes,
2: a, that's a good song.
0: Yeah, I mean, what it takes man. is a great song.
2: And I'll t- just, you know, kind of off the record here, I like Love and Elevator.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you speak from experience there, schmutz. <laughs> I, God,
2: I wish. Well, oh, if <laughs> I want Love an <the> Elevator, <laughs> just to be kind of quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hope that's you hit that upper floor.
0: <laughs> Ride it all the way up and down, right? Yeah, yeah. Any please?
2: It yeah, it's a big album. Good. I mean, like, what it takes, I love that. I mean, I've listened to that song many times. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great album. This album is tied with its successor, to Get a Grip, as Aerosmith's second
1: best selling studio album. Yeah, I remember that one too. I've seen that tour. That's pretty
2: good. That'd be awesome. I've never seen Eric Smith in concert.
1: They were good. Very good.
2: You know, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, how old are these guys? I mean, they're like 70s. old. Yeah. I they don't even know what
1: they're doing pre- anymore. They look
2: pretty good. You know, this album also gave them a lot of
3: success with their first, including their Grammy. First Grammy. They're
2: legends, for sure. So yeah. That's a legendary album.
1: Now, I got a band that we have yet to discuss on this oh, wow. podcast, and I am glad... Wow. To bring them up because I really like these guys at least their first four albums are awesome this is Kings X I love these guys love the progressive hard rock metal
2: this no, is, never really got into these guys
1: Gretchen goes to Nebraska this is Over My Head this is their second album concept album guys are very good and I can sports. see
2: you liking these guys because you love living color
1: correct kind of similar a little bit and this was actually universally critically praised for its uniquely progressive musical approach and varied styles and are there three guys in this band yes okay that's what I thought I seen these guys open up for Dio I was like wow for Dio yes <laughs> that's a weird combination <laughs> That was pretty cool. Hey, they they've won many accolades, including albums of the year from Kerrang. and they won best albums of the '80s. I mean, it's just crazy. These guys had a big cult following. Maybe this song was probably their signature hit right here. It's Love. I think you guys have probably heard this song before.
2: This was on MTV. Yes, this is that I got a mountain or something.
1: Yes. Or, yeah. Okay. I remember this video. Big song. You still hear this on the radio today. Their guitarist sings this song, which is kind of unique it's usually their bass player that sings. I guess these guys are coming out with a new album pretty soon and they kind of going back to the roots so i cannot wait to hear that do you want to be excited about that yes i'm ready all right now here's another one Hit to me and schmutz they are a big fan this is lizzie borden master oh, of the Absolutely skies. love lizzie you ever heard of these guys loud bill oh yeah this is his best album My opinion, anyways.
2: It's good. I'd love to see Lizzie Borden in concert. I mean,
1: I used to love these guys. Crazy to see these guys in concert. This is their highest kind of moment in the world of music. It spent 10 weeks on the US Billboard 200 charts, which is amazing. Kind of had more of a concept album with orchestration and all kinds of cool stuff going on. Yeah, this is a good
2: part right here when this guitar comes in. Stadium
1: sound. He kind of went in a different direction with this. It was also on Metal Blade Records. Yeah, it's a good album. I'm a big Lizzie Borden fan. This album, to me, is... is, I mean, he couldn't get any better than this one. I like Visualize.
2: Visualize is good. But this one is even better. This one's really good.
1: It's one of the first CDs I ever bought, too.
4: I'm a a uh, I'm just
1: a Gotta hear the chorus real quick here. Oh, yeah. It's a good one.
4: This is great. I'm the master of the sky.
1: So all you fans of like that old Pink Floyd maybe even Sabotage this album's got it all K okay, Schmutz I know you're dying to talk about this album right here
2: well I'll tell you what this is a really good album another band we probably will see this, this summer. summer LA Guns Cocked and
1: Loaded this is another bones album that he introduced to first us.
2: album featuring drummer steve O'Reilly, who now has his own version of la guns which is not really la guns no. but, i mean i'd say tracy guns is la guns yes and phil lewis but you know but this i mean rip and tear i want to be your man That's i love that one. video yes, when they're walking yes, down he's walking down the stairs good. just cool as heck i mean Never Enough. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, this whole album's good. Peaking number 38 on the Billboard 200s. And Ballad of Jane, Rip and Tear hit top 50, which we're listening to right now. Yes. And Ballad of Jane, one of the greatest ballads ever, reached number 33. We we'll just have to play that just for you there, Schwartz.
1: It's a good one. I'm sure you've heard this there wild bill you, oh yeah big staple song by these guys oh it's huge what's your opinion on la guns there Oh, they're a good man never seen them in concert but i'm excited that I've i seen can get the chance. i've seen them one time I, i've had many different lead vocalists but i'm glad phil's back in the band phil
2: you will see phil
1: and tracy Yes. So, they're going to rock it that night. I can't wait. B1, fun fact, they re-recorded this album back in the early 2000s. Okay. It wasn't as good as this original, but it sounded close. I don't know it, why they did that. It but. also spent 56 weeks on the
2: Billboard 200. Impressive. Picking at number 38 in 1990 and was certified gold. Wow reached number 23 in Japan and number 38 in the UK and it also received a a critical
1: acclaim everyone loved the album I mean so this was a pinnacle album by these guys a couple more that came out after this were pretty good too so Hollywood Vampires that was another one that came pretty out pretty good after one that. that was
2: good one they had a few songs on the radio Vicious Circle that was a good one too okay yeah another band that I love one of my faves my main man Ted Poley coming oh, at you. Danger yes. Danger Bang 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 what's that sound come on
1: I didn't realize these guys came out in 1989
2: yes first album 1989 these guys seem to come up a lot on our podcast yes i love these guys i love ted poley i mean his his solo stuff awesome i mean if you want to check out another band that's pretty good and pretty much like these guys the defiance is a bunch of guys from danger danger without ted poley and there is a cool video on youtube that the defiance are playing and they stop the concert and they're like who's this guy And Ted Poley comes up on stage and they play like three Danger Danger songs right in a row with Ted Poley. Wow. So it's pretty cool. But I love this album. I mean it never got the the success that it should have had. That it should have had. I mean there's a lot of great songs. One Step from Paradise. I mean, just great song. I mean the whole album's good. I mean, seriously. Got a lot of naughty naughty. That's another one. I mean, you know. Me and Ted with the ladies. We probably like to get a little naughty-naughty with them. Oh. Ted's <laughs> 60 now, but hey, you know, he still likes it.
1: He's still out there.
2: I think uh, Ted and the bass player Bruno Ravel, or whatever the hell his name is, they get into it. So kind of they got a little fight going on up the- constantly. But I love these guys. Their first two albums, I don't know. I can't. I mean, they're up there. They're up there in the list of the smuts. and they are up there <laughs> for sure.
1: Oh boy, now I see now we're getting some big dogs really near and dear to the heart, right some here. Stuff that has really influenced me in life. Smuts is getting deep now,
2: I just get chills just hearing that. <laughs> and I've had the fortune of meeting these guys i've had the fortune of seeing these guys several times even with their new lead singer you know i'm not that guy but hey your lead singer dies i mean what do you do i mean, well, so he, he does good pretty guy. good yes so i mean this song i mean this album wow i mean I, I don't even know what to say i mean heaven number two down boys number 27 sometimes she cries number 20. This would be Warren, people. Warren, I did. I even say I didn't even need to say it, did I? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, it hit number ten on the Billboard 200s. This is good. I mean, this album is good. This is a debut album. If you want a debut album, this is you want a debut album. Well, Bill, what do you think about Warren? Well, I think they're great.
3: Actually, yes. first know, concert I've ever
1: seen. seen.
3: Yeah. And like you were saying about the debut album, you know, I think every band since then is going, you know, I hope my debut album yeah. does that well. Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's 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 the goal they want to shoot for.
1: Yes, you are right. this is very good about all thriller and no filler on this one.
2: Now there's also and a... And this album was released popular. through some controversy. Oh, yeah. Janie Lane walked in on his girlfriend getting nailed by some dude,
1: and that's where we got the song "I, I Saw Red", red from Cherry Pie.
4: House, that's
1: true events, and he wrote from the heart. He did write from the heart. I mean, I think this is why I bought this album. No, oh, I tell you, what, I just get chills right every time right.
2: I hear this song. I love it. I mean, this is a ballad of ballads. This whole album is good. Big Talk. I mean, the whole album's good. I mean, I still just remember when I first time I heard this album, I'm like, holy crap, you know? Awesome. Yes. Same here, dear schmutz.
3: I think this is another one of those albums, so, you know, we all had it.
2: Yeah. You yeah. know? Yes. Because it was just that good. Oh, It was. Very true. It was really good. Yeah, just listen to this song.
1: Just give you chills. Back in '89, you're still in high school. Things are going good, except for homework. And back when you could afford to cruise around in your car. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. The gas is cheap. And right. Yes, absolutely. But this song, with this song Chart there, Schmutz. This song charted number two on the Hot 100, number three in the mainstream. What's wrong with Australia? 54 in Australia? What's wrong with you people? Oh, no. We may not be your ally anymore. UK 93? What's wrong with you, Brits? Yikes. Come on. We've saved your ass how many times? I'm getting upset about that. getting mad Yeah, I mean, they had four charting songs. I mean, all basically top 20. That was a huge album. Huge. That's a classic debut, I mean. We'll be
1: right back
2: here
0: let the celebration begin with case in court lisa and her staff provide a wide selection of beer wine and spirits at competitive prices they have everything you need for your next party get together with friends or that special occasion open monday through sunday so stop by case in court 835 north main street geneva indiana
1: well bill he's got a big one
3: uh, got Great White, Twice Shy Ooh, on the list. Good here. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty good album. 1989, biggest hit of their career. Cover of Ian Hunter's Once Bitten Twice Shy.
1: That was an a Angel good one, song. But this one's even better. This is a great ballad. Do you have a favorite on here, in Wild Bill? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite on this album. See, I didn't like this album as much. I liked the one before this, but I did yeah. love the Angel song. I really yeah. love this. The Angel song is a good song.
3: Yeah, I got to agree with you. I don't think I cared for this as much as I did the first one it or you just know, the one before it.
1: Didn't have as many yeah. hit songs. I kind of got tired of Once Bitten,
3: Twice Shy. Once Bitten, Twice Shy was definitely one of those songs overplayed yes. on the radio. Yes. you know, And no matter yeah. how good a song is, when they do that to it on the radio, you just, you know. Yeah, yep. can't, yeah. Take, can't yep. take it anymore.
1: Right. They don't play this song too much anymore, and it was a pretty big hit back in the day. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. They played it a lot, and they don't play it anymore,
3: which is kind of weird. It is odd. Because, um, you know, you can still hear once
1: a bit and twice shy. Right? Yeah. 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 Now, they did leave off a cool song that was kind of like on a European issue. It was a shame they left it off. I remember singing this song as a teenager amongst a bunch of us. Wasted Rock Ranger. You yeah. remember this one? <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: That's one of those songs you're singing all the time. Yeah. Stuck in your head. Now, why
1: wasn't this song on the radio? I mean, it would have been a
0: huge hit. Oh, I think so, too.
3: Yeah, this it's, it's would have been one of them crossover songs yes. too. Yeah, you know, huh? I know they dropped the ball on this song. It could have been played on the country stations. Yeah, you know
1: it makes no sense. You I'm, would think that even today they would play it. I'm, I'm
3: surprised, you know, with the way music is going nowadays. Yeah, you know, everybody's covering everybody's stuff. That some country artist
1: hasn't picked this song out. Yeah, and like, says hey, I want to redo that. That's a good idea, Wild Bill. Maybe we should form a country band and play this song. But are there
3: any country artists anymore
1: no, who are actually it. country? No, no, they're all gone. No,
3: they need to bring back the you know the Waylon Jennings guys, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Hank, and
1: oh, I wish they would. Cash, were. kind of guys. <laughs> okay, well, Bill, he's got one more to throw in at us here. Yes, I do. That's a pretty uh, big album. Faith No yes. More is the real
3: thing. This big album. is a big... It was our third studio album, actually. Mm-hmm. But, boy, was it huge. And this song is a monster this song. This song was huge. God. This is one of those ones, you know, you'd go into the locker room in gym class, you'd hear it blaring <laughs> from the back yeah. of the... It. <laughs> yeah, it, it was all... You heard everywhere. Somebody's locker. Yeah, you he heard it was everywhere. So it was so unusual. <laughs> I mean, it just... Oh, yeah.
1: There was nobody that sounded like these guys, and there still is nobody that sounds like these guys. No. This whole album is good. Yeah, it was, it was great. Uh, these guys were great live. I yes, mean,
2: well, I'm sure. I'm sure they
3: were. 92, they came, came through with uh, Guns N' Roses and Metallica. Oh, you know, wow. So we went and saw them down in the Indy. Uh, it, they were so good. These guys opened up. And they were so so good. I mean, yeah. Guns N' Roses came on after them, and you know, it's like they were just phoning it in. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, you know, well, you know how they were.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: right. Uh, wow. It, it, halfway through Guns N' Roses set, uh, the whole stadium was chanting for Faith No War to come back. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I mean, scene. and you could you could see it on the face of you know actually didn't like that yeah, he was he was not
1: happy I'm surprised he didn't pull but, a plug on him uh, yeah they they just they just killed it wow yeah this album has a lot of good songs that you don't hear on the radio I would recommend our listeners to go check it out and the one that came out after this Angel Dust is good too. The Angel Dust is good yeah. too. Those are the two very good albums by these guys so epic Angel Dust go listen to them. So yeah, it's amazing
3: good. the kind of sounds they were going You know the, the range. Yes. You know, thrash metal,
2: funk, hip hop, yep. rap, progressive. They were hitting it all. Yeah, they were hitting. I, yeah, they, were hitting
3: they, they were they were experimenting. Yeah. And it paid off. Yes. It, it yeah. paid off huge with this album.
1: Yep. Sure did. Yeah. Go check them out. It yeah, is they're, good.
3: i that's 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 probably one of the best concerts did I've ever see. been
2: to. that's awesome. You know,
3: awesome. I was not sure what these guys were going to be like going to the show. You know, I thought, know, you know, you hear them on the radio, and you thought, well, I wonder what they're going to yeah, be what like. what's
2: going to sound like. Yeah, but video. I mean,
3: it, they were just so good. They wow. killed it. That's awesome. I, I, I hate to say. That I enjoyed their set even more than Metallica's. Wow. It was wow. just that good. By the nope. time Metallica come on, I was a little, you know.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, You're okay. under the influence. Just yeah. a little
3: bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little, just a
1: little. <laughs> oh. Now this is a band I love. This is Bonham. And this is Wait for You Off of the Disregard of Time It's a British band by John Bonham's son. Also features Trevor Rabin as a guest was a lead guitarist for the band yes which I did not know that will be one fun fact this is a big hit song you still hear it today on the radio really love this album this is a number nine song they also have guilty and brain me down their second album change of a season is also very very good so if you guys like Zeppelin these guys are kind of uh, modern day Led Zeppelin. And I would say this is probably one of my top, probably 10, 20 albums of all time. I love this album. Oh, wow. It's got a lot of, a lot of good songs. And I mean a lot. Yeah, it's... You get, both of you guys need to go listen to this album. I've heard this album. It's good. Wild wow, Bill, check it out sometime. Yeah, I'm familiar with them. Yes.
2: You know I love the band Skid Row. Coming out with their self-titled debut album in the great year of 1989. It's given us so much. And they gave me one of my favorite albums. Right here. Oh, he's great in year to The now. Smuts Gone Wild. <laughs> you I remember know, 18 and Live, piece of Me. I remember you. I mean, Wow. And the crazy thing about this whole thing that I like I mean, this is five times platinum, five million copies charted in nine countries. but it started out, was not very popular. When it was originally released, it did not start selling right away. And then "I remember You" came out. Yeah, yeah. then all of yeah, a sudden, that was a big song. boom. five million copies sold. That was a big song. But a little fun fact, Dave the Snake Sabo who I've met in his hotel room, nice guy, I drank his beer.
4: <laughs>
2: little PBR. Ugh. But uh, he was a childhood friend of John Bon Jovi. Yes, he was even in an earlier version of And they agreed. Bon they agreed as childhood friends that if one of them made it, they would help the other one out. And they did. And John Bon Jovi Signed Skid Row. Because he remembered. And they found all the parts. Uh, the drummer originally played in a Rush tribute band. Sorry, I will forgive you. Beautiful. <laughs> right. But actually, Sebastian Bach was introduced by John Bon Jovi's parents who saw him singing at a wedding. So, a little fun fact cool. there. But then a little. Shitty fact by John Bon Jovi. You can see this money grubber stabs your friends in the back. Richie Sambora, Dave Snake. Anyway, uh, they signed him. All the royalties went to Richie Sambora and John Bon Jovi, with Skid Row barely getting any royalties. Well, that's dirty.
1: I think Richie gave it
2: back. Let to me him. just say this. Richie Sambora gave all the money back to Skid Row. Did John Bon Jovi? You Biden loving son of a. <laughs> no, you didn't. He's getting mad now. No, you didn't. I knew this was going to come. You money grubber. <laughs> You're worth like $500 million. Kiss oh. me off so much now. Which then yeah. made a rift between. Whole the whole band especially Sebastian Bach who can actually sing better than Bon Jovi anyway but
1: <laughs> he's getting there we better oh I just tell you but that's a great wires. album
2: yes that was a great debut album like I said charted nine countries five it's, million albums yeah this
3: was another album that you know we all had yes, yes. You know, absolutely yes.
2: and you hear a lot of songs still <laughs> you, on the radio yes yeah you
3: hear a few songs off that
2: and you go yeah I gotta have that one yeah, yeah. You know. that's a good one the guitars are awesome I mean just talented talented yes. band. I just wish they could have got a long question. Yes. Who all here
3: still has a Skid Row t-shirt?
2: Oh, oh I, I have a Skid Row t-shirt. I still have, I have I a, mean,
3: no matter. Even though it well, it's fit. not back
2: in the day, I just got it not too long ago. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> hey, Who has that one that, you know, it don't fit no more. It's oh. ratty. You just yes. can't get rid of it. Well,
2: yes. I don't got that one. I got a poison one like that. <laughs>
1: Hey, i got to throw out a couple more bands here before we throw in our honorable mentions. We also have Extreme's first album, which was oh. really good, and Badlands' self-titled you like album. Those you can go to our first episode and get more on Badlands, because mm. I covered them quite a bit.
2: So i got to say, 89 might be my favorite year.
1: Yeah, it was a good year. Now, so that it was, was a
2: really good year.
1: I had another good song.
2: Oh, wow. Wow, we didn't even talk about bad English. I'm glad I brought
1: them up for you, Schmutz. Number one song in the U.S. and Canada.
2: Yes. This is a big monster song. These guys, I'll tell you what, awesome. A lot of guys from Journey and John Waite on vocals. Two albums. This album has this song and The Price of Love, which is way up there on my charts. That's a dang good song. Emotional, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this album's good. I mean, I wish, I wish, Journey would be playing, in Bad English would open up for him. But wishes, wow,
1: that'd be a show.
0: That would be awesome, that show. show.
1: If wishes were fishes, I would be king of the sea. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, this is a great song.
1: Yep, I love, it. I love this album. I love I these songs like this. I mean, I got another big one that the smuts. I know he likes this. Was one of the biggest songs of 1989, and I did not know this till I did a little research oh, wow. on this. Oh wow, I
0: Chicago! would yeah. love this. Look away. I do this a lot. I know you've got this is
1: their to largest me. selling single It'll of them never all. Be that tells you anything? It was number one on the Billboard for two weeks.
2: No, I remember hearing this on the radio, man. This is—I'm like, man, this is a damn good song.
4: Worry baby, I can I'm take the news excited. of it But if you see me walking by And the tears are in my eye
0: Look away, baby, south look
4: now. away Yeah Me on the street someday And I don't know what to say Look away,
2: yeah.
1: baby, look oh, away Good yeah. one, a little B1 fun fact, this is their first Number 1 single and only number 1 wow. single, without Chicago. Peter oh Sopera. without these Terra. Yes. Okay. I guess he moved on after. This. Yep. And then I've got one of the biggest and I mean biggest songs of all from this wow. year. Oh, wow. Madonna Like a Prayer. This was so Freaking huge. This was a number one song in 18 it's countries. was pretty big.
3: Yeah, it was a big song. It was on yep. the
1: Billboard Hot 100 at number one for three weeks. Commercial success worldwide. It caused a lot of controversy with the Catholic Church, yep. with Pepsi, with all kinds of people. I mean, it had burning crosses in the video. Yeah, it had yeah. a lot of imagery that I remember made it. a lot of people mad. Oh yeah, Pepsi canceled on Madonna some commercial, I mean, it just, the Pope got involved with
3: it, my my mom didn't like it, oh wow, (laughs) that's
2: a pretty catchy song, you get moms and Popes involved in something, it's not good, it's
3: it's, bad,
1: (laughs) and then I've got the biggest album of 1989, and I know you guys have heard this song. This was a crossover. It was big in 1988, and then it got really big in 1989, especially this song right here. And you guys tell me who this is. Oh, shit. Bobby Brown? You nailed it. (laughs) This album spent 11 non-consecutive weeks on the charts. Over the course of 1988 and 89, sucks that I
2: got that that quick. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Certified seven times platinum as of 2015, it is sold over 12 million copies. Wow. This album is "Don't Be Cruel." This, this song is "My Prerogative."
4: This
1: charted in early '80s. Huge. Like my my all my buddies love this. I believe it. So
2: not me necessarily, but I had to listen to it a lot. I um, honestly, I didn't care for it. <laughs> I, don't I didn't either. I don't like it either. But one, I had to hear no. this so many times. That's how I knew it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, one that was definitely one of those overplayed ones.
1: Yes. on the radio. Not a big fan of this guy, but you know I had to play it because it was a no, big huge. monster. Huge. Of '89. Yep. Okay. There we go, everybody. Everybody's tacking. Everybody's
2: talking. I'll tell you what. I know it was a lot of work for you, B1. Oh,
1: it was. For this was, 80s I'm glad we're done with it. Thing.
2: I mean, it was an it idea, was it was a thought. And, you from know. Our friend, the Chewy. I had a lot of fun doing it. Yes. And I know it was a lot of work for you, so I appreciate that. I, and I had a lot of fun doing Schmutz. it. I had a lot of fun with guests. Yes. i like thank Wild Bill for yes, coming we in. Thank you, Wild hey, Bill. It was a pleasure. And all the guests that have done it. Yes. You know, I, I appreciate it because it's, it's been fun. We it really do. has.
1: Well, I want to thank Nikki Lane. I want to thank Woody, Ghost Rider, T-Bone, TNT, Landers, Sipe, Bones, and Mr. Rich and Wild Bill as their last guests. Yes. This was fun. We may explore a little of the 90s maybe sometime this year. So Maybe we'll not all of it, but we'll,
2: early 90s were good. Thinking on that
1: <laughs> to be continued. So we'll see what happens with that. But it's been a fun ride. Yep. I'm glad we got to throw all this music out for everybody. There's so much more to check out all through these years, especially the late '80s. Just tons and tons of music. You guys got to listen. Yeah, because it's all over. It's awesome. Yes.
3: Yeah, I think the fun part for me was just, you know, I'm coming into this, you know, looking back at things last night, you know, on the day before, just the memories. You know, thinking, oh wow, you know. I you, re- you know i remember what i was doing you know yes absolutely when that song would come on the radio it's awesome Same here music does that and then yeah. that's amazing thing yes that
1: is. and that's why we can keep doing this podcast yes. so everybody keep listening yep check us out on spotify pot twitter whatever else we're on there anything we're all lubricated. find us share
2: it with your friends yes Keep us going. We got some plans here. Making big plans for the future. We're gonna try
1: big things popping, little things stopping. (laughs) Nikki not. And so what Nikki Lane says.
2: If it's too loud, you're too old, people.
1: God bless, and we'll see you next time. Keep rocking, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to the Headbangers Vault, bringing you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your host B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old.
1: What's? It's okay. Did you tell her? Uh, don't, don't go away. Don't treat bad, but just go away. Is I mean, she come going go away? Probably. They never do, do they?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just turn the page. Yeah. Molly Crew knew. They knew. <laughs>